0: So, I'm Miguel Maltos Gonzalez, here on Firme, a Latinx Cultura Cuentos podcast series. Yeah, I know I've mentioned LTNX Artes a few times, and to tell you a little more about that, it it is a space that I saw that there was a need for up to to Spokane, Washington about three years ago. Well, of course, there will always be those inequities. Well, there will always be that privilege of having lighter colored skin. I'm not necessarily saying white privilege, I wouldn't say that in San Anto, but lighter skinned privilege. And that goes along the same for even the Mexican Americans that were in that area. They the ones that had the lighter skin were i guess you could say perceived as better somehow and that was due to the generation of for example my parents you, know, you wanted to be lighter skin you wanted to be have that american sounding and why don't we have that that type of community here and people can't really give me a good answer and they'd say stuff like well I don't know I mean we just don't, we just don't have anything like that here and it wasn't until I met this one woman that she gave me a pretty good, a pretty good answer and she's the the owner and the publisher of La Prensa Bilingue, the Bilingual Press, which is a Spanish and English uh, newspaper. And she, she said to me, the problem why we don't have a cultural space is because it's already been talked about amongst our community. We have already had these ideas years ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? It's like, yeah, 15, 20, 30 years ago, we've had these talks. But we've had the same problems since then. They keep circulating. It's like something's in the water and you can't clean it out. And it's just there all the time. It's like thinking, okay, well, what's going on? I thought, oh, well, is it because, you know, the white community is oppressing them in some way? And I, I was thinking of that is it a clash between other communities in my mind uh, other thoughts started to go off but and as she explained she she I'm done with you. I'm done with this. And then who suffers? The community. The overall community is the one that loses out. And when she told me this, I thought, well, the people I've met, I don't see this happen- Of the art and where art will be hung, whose art will be hung, how you curate a show becomes a big part of that. It's not just get a bunch of people together and put something on the wall. You got no, there's there's more that goes into it than I was told to, to take care of it, and I did. I took care of that. I started building art calls. I started getting information out to the community. And that person was very upset with me. Thought I was going behind their back and taking over and trying to take full credit for things. And I said, no. Um, I said, it's, it's sponsored by you. Or it's presented by you. I'm just curating it. I'm just organizing it. And that argument right there put an end to a partnership just like that publisher said it, because she sees the cycle she knows that happens so since then I haven't had an interest in reaching out to that organization or that person again but rather I've focused on other organizations that are willing and interested in putting together something strong for the community. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it's like, well, that's just one of those unfortunate things. That's what hurts a community. That's what's preventing our gente from organizing and becoming a part of a unified Spanish speaking Community. It's it's that's that's what the problem is. I mean it's part of the problem. Not to say that's the only thing involving in the problem, but that's a big part of it. After that, you have your own cultural pride of being Puerto Rican, being Mexican, being Chicano. so difficult because we're talking about cultural pride and some of you may or may not understand that it's not a matter of who is uh, truly better than the other person who speaks the better Spanish it's not a matter of who is a more pure culture or whatever no but I, that's what it becomes an argument of but that's not really what it's about the source of that that issue is I want to be in charge now I don't see that happening in the black community not to say it doesn't happen but I don't see it I haven't seen it in San Antonio I haven't seen it here I haven't seen it in other places the Asian community I haven't seen it there either sometimes they're not welcome in the Latinx community and again it's people being very focused and then you've got the, the, the macro communities that are like the Chicano oh yeah they're very Mexican American proud that the Chicano they in their mind. They don't want to have any other label put upon them, and they really strongly, passionately argue when another label comes into their their space. Yeah, you, you can't use the term Latinx around. Them. You know, if you're Puerto Rican, you go stay over there because I'm Chicano. Chicanos are over here. You're from El Salvador. Oh, well, you go over there because that's where the El Salvadorians are. Yeah. Other instead of uniting each other, and then they argue, Well, we don't have a voice. Why can't we do this, that, and the other? Where are our rights? Where are brown people's rights? I'm like, Well, first of all, you're stomping on them yourself because you're dividing yourselves amongst these petty little labels of being Puerto Rican or Guatemalan and Mexican and Chicano dividing yourself already that you know white the white community <laughs> they don't have to do anything yeah they don't they don't have to do anything to divide you you're doing it yourself and they don't want to hear that that's where they get upset well it's because I'm Chicano you know like oh well, I get it I I identify personally as a Chicano myself over there. This, this Latinx art gallery, it's only for Chicanos. Only. If I did that, I'd be the only damn artist there. Yeah, I, I couldn't include anybody else at all from this area. But I strongly feel I'm the only Chicano in Spokane. When I talk about the people that are Spanish speaking, because it's a lot easier to say that, my gente, than it is for for me to say my Latino Latin Latin X, my Latino Latina Latin X, um, Puerto Rican, Peruvian, Colombian, um, El Salvadorian, and I have to remember, okay, and there's Guatemalan here uh, community of Spanish speaking people, no. No, enough of that division. We need to put that divisional concept away because that that is a problem. That's where terms like pente, I feel, are gonna come in. And that's where something like that could actually unify us. Because it doesn't say about it, it doesn't identify the color. It doesn't identify the gender, it doesn't identify whether you have mixed heritage or not. It's simply the people, but the Spanish-speaking people, the gente. And in my hopes of sharing this word is to create an awareness for people... That, you know, it, that, that we are truly just the people. We're not all these other labels and tags. I mean, yes, yes, That I'm not trying to erase that. I'm not trying to take that away from anybody. But I'm trying to be inclusive of more people than exclusive of these people. And that's a challenge in itself. Having people understand that concept... Yeah. Yep. That is part of the problem of our people, our gente. That's we're so quick. We're so quick to to separate. We we should be quicker to unite. So, yeah, that's that's what I've got to say today. Talking about my gente. Talking about the gallery a little bit. Yeah. So, as I I part with you for the day, I just want to ask you just, hey, you know, how do you self-identify as? Think about that. How do you feel you self-identify as? And would you consider somebody that speaks the same language, but comes from a, a different geographical location, a slightly different, you know, variation in the way they speak, their music is a little different, clothing is a little different, but you have a very shared heritage of that common, common core of being colonized by the Spanish, yeah, I mean, it's not like... I've ever seen the black community say no, no, we're we're the the Ethiopians if you're from the Congo you're over there if you're from Mali, you go over there no, no, you can't be here you know Congo pride Congo pride no, you don't hear that No." they They see the they see that one common, I guess you can say that one common characteristic of their culture that unites them, and that is their skin, their hair. and that's where they unite simply as black people. It's non-gendered. It's not balanced towards. The people that have been here for generations or the people that have recently moved here from another country. No. Because simply they unite as black people. And so it makes me think why can't Spanish speaking people unite as one community? Why can't we just simply be gente and use that? To identify outside of our individual cultural spaces. Why can't we use the term like that or something, something that defines us as a people in order to unite, to progress in education and the arts and just those civil inequities that we experience all the time why can't we just unite somehow through one identifier that we can agree that yeah we are the people we are the brown people we are the Spanish speaking people we are the gente and then within our gente that's where we have that's where we have our our microcultures of being Mexican gente El Salvadorian gente. Panamanian gente. Yeah. And then have the microcultures of being LGBTQ Mexican gente. Yeah. Or Chicano gente. It's almost like a hierarchy. But that's how you quite literally organize. And until we can unite and organize, we will always have this division amongst our community yeah and that's where we will continue to be colonized yep, that's where we will continue to be told what we are that's where terms like Hispanic and Latinx will continue to exist because they'll be made by people that are used to giving labels and identities and, and tags and putting them out yeah so anyhow I, say I share that with you and I just ask how do you self-identify and how do you feel if, if you were part of the gente listening today how would you feel about uniting with the other Spanish speaking communities where you live and across the country around the world Mm. I know I would I would because there is strength in numbers we will have a much a much louder voice a much stronger vote a much stronger community if we could but we'll see yep, we'll see bueno